This morning I want to talk on the topic, the flow of life. And I want to read from a scripture that God has laid on my heart um, over the last week. And I have been meditating on it. So this is Psalm 133. It says, Behold, how good and pleasant it is for brethren to dwell together in unity. <laughs> it is like the precious ointment upon the head that ran down upon the beard, even Aaron's beard that went down to the skirts of his garments, as the dew of Hermon and as the dew that descended upon the mountains of Zion, for there the Lord commanded the blessing, even life forevermore. I want to read that last line. It says, For there the Lord commanded the blessing, even life forevermore. Alright, now I know that a lot of persons have preached on this or, or have taught on this particular psalm. But here is my, the revelation that I have gotten. This last line, this last part of the last line, even life forevermore. This whole topic that we are looking at, this whole, this whole scripture is the subject of this is life forevermore or eternal life or the zoe life or the god life jesus said that the thief comes to steal to kill and to destroy, but I have come that you might have abundant life. He's talking about the life forevermore. He's talking about the everlasting life. The Bible says that he that hath the Son hath everlasting life. Life comes through the Son. And therefore, in St. John chapter 3 and verse 16, the Bible says that God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should have everlasting life. So this is the life we're talking about. God has promised this life to us because he knows that this is this is the only life that we can have in order to live to our full potential everlasting life and the bible calls this the blessing all right now we've we've heard other scriptures about the blessing we've heard about 
Abram getting the blessing. God called him away from his family. God called him away from the life that he was familiar with. And he told him to go to a place that he would show him. And he would cause him to be a blessing. And he would also bless him. This blessing upon Abraham is brought up again in the New Testament. And we hear that we who walk in faith are children of Abraham. And we also have the blessing. The blessing that is upon Abraham is connected to the seed. Who is Jesus? All right. Because we get eternal life through Jesus. So yes. So we're talking about the blessing. There the Lord commanded the blessing. What blessing? Eternal life. Life forever. Abundant life. The highest quality of life. Life that is to be lived up to its maximum potential. But this scripture tells us a little bit more about this blessing, which is life forevermore. It says, and let me read verse 3 one more time. It says, as the dew of Hermon and as the dew that descended upon the mountains of Zion, for there the Lord commanded the blessing. So we want to talk about there, there, the place, not necessarily a physical, geographical place, but a situation. The, the place that God commanded life. The blessing of life. What is that place? Well, it starts off by saying how good and pleasant it is for brethren to dwell together in unity. The blessing of life. is the bible says commanded i'm going to use for a, for a, for a, a little while the term activated the blessing of life is activated in the place of unity the blessing of life of eternal life of zoe life of the god kind of life is activated in the place of unity. And I can recall. I think it is in Ezekiel 37. God takes the prophet. Into a valley. Where there were a lot of dry bones. And those bones were scattered. And God spoke to the prophet. And he asked the prophet, 
can these dry bones live? <laughs> you see, God wanted to involve the prophet in the blessing. And he then instructed Ezekiel and as the, the prophet carried out the instruction that God gave him here is what happened here is what happened the scattered bones came together together in oneness in unity it was in that place where the bones that were once separated came together in one. When it was one, when they became one, when unity was achieved, only then could he speak to the wind that brought life so that it could flow and the dry bones could live again. If we go over into the New Testament, in the book of Acts, we see where the disciples came together and they were united in prayer and in that spirit of oneness there came the Holy Spirit bringing abundant life and the Bible says that they were filled with the Spirit and they began Speaking, see, speaking is one of the evidences of life. We are speaking spirits. And so they started speaking in, in new tongues, in different languages. As the Spirit gave them utterance. Now, this experience was foreshadowed back in the Old Testament when the temple, the temple which represents the body, was built. When the temple was built and it was being dedicated and the people got together, the Bible says that they were all one. They were all united. They were singing together. There was a oneness. And in that oneness, the Bible says that the glory of God came down. The glory of God that came down is the same the spirit of God that came down in Acts chapter 2. 
I look around and I I listen. I listen. I watch church, this different church services, and I I hear pastors and preachers speaking of a desire for a revival for the glory to come god says for there in the place of unity life the blessing of abundant life the blessing of the glory of god will come and if we look at the how the psalmist elaborates on verse 1 he compares this to an anointing or an ointment poured on the head of the beard sorry the head of Aaron that ran down his beard ran down his curts and then he uses another analogy it says that this is as the dew of hermon and as the dew that descended upon the mountains we're talking about flow again flow of the anointed flow of the river flow of moisture god wants the the, the abundant life the the the, the blessing of god is a blessing that flows it is life life flows life flows life flows and sometimes we experience some blockages that prevent life from flowing when we are united when we become as one it creates the channel for life to flow when i think about this idea of unity of oneness i think about a system we are different people we have different personalities we have separate pur- purposes but the bible says when god made the earth everything he made he said this is good the idea of good good means to function the word is tov or tab and it means to function everything was made to function it also means harmony god made everything to function in harmony or to function together 
God says he, God wants us to function together. That is the unity. Just like the body, the hand is different from the foot, is different from the heart, is different from the mind. But all of these different body parts function together in harmony. That is what God wants on this earth. He wants us as brethren of the same body to begin to function together as a system. If we think about a system that represents life, then we can talk about the ecosystem. The ecosystem is a community of plants and animals together with their physical environment. And this system functions together to support life. At the center of the system are producers called plants. And these plants have the ability to trap sunlight and use that sunlight in the process of photosynthesis to create a food. And that food contains the energy now stored up as chemical energy, but the energy that came ultimately from the sun. And what happens is that as this food is passed along within food chains and food webs, that energy is passed on, that energy flows so that each member of the ecosystem, as they eat, they can receive that energy, the flow of life. Now that's a, a, a beautiful way. Where in Psalm 19 we are told that the heavens, the natural environment teaches us about the ways of God. So an ecosystem teaches us about how life flows. Jesus, the Son of God, He is like that producer. He is the one who came ultimately. He came. He came with life. And what He did on the cross laid a foundation so that after he had laid the foundation and he went back to heaven, the Holy Spirit could come and could continue the work. And through the Holy Spirit, that life that Jesus came to give us could flow in us. But the Holy Spirit came when the disciples were united when they were in oneness.
when they functioned together. Now, the question is, how do we get to that place where we are united? You see, it's difficult for us as, as uh, we, we, whereas, whereas we might be able to do something to ourselves, it's difficult for us to, to change people. And therefore, it comes back to this point. We as individuals need to work on our identity. Notice when God created the, the earth, each day he spoke to the thing that he created and he said, this is good. And so each component of the ecosystem has to begin to function in the way it has been called to function, in the purpose it has been called to function. And if each individual begin to discover their own identity and function in the way that God calls us to function, then eventually we will have a, 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 an ecosystem of people of the body of Christ functioning together in one unit, in one body. Ephesians 4 talks about unity. It speaks of oneness. It says there is one baptism. It says that we, there is one Lord. It says that there is one spirit. It says that there is one hope. These are the areas that we can converge. These are the areas where we can become connected. If we focus on one Lord, if we begin to, 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 to make God the Lord of our lives, He will direct each of us as diverse as we are. It's if we begin to, to, to focus on the one hope, <coughs> then this hope will unite us. If we are guided by the one spirit, if we begin to operate in the one body, this will bring us together and life, abundant life, will begin to flow. Today, let us seek God and, and just ask him to help us to discover who we are. Our purpose in God. And as we find who we are and begin to function in the purpose that God has called us. 
then we will find life beginning to flow. Father, in the name of Jesus, I come before your presence and I, 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 I ask that everyone to the sound of my voice will begin to find themselves in God. As they discover who is the Lord of their lives. Jesus asked his disciples, Who do you say that I am? Peter said, Thou art the Christ, the Son of the living God. And when Peter discovered Jesus, Jesus not only commended Peter and said, Flesh and blood hath not revealed this to you, but my Father in heaven. But Jesus went even further. Jesus said, Thou art Peter, and upon this rock I will build my church. As Peter discovered Christ, Peter discovered himself. We will find ourselves as we find Jesus. As we find Jesus, we will find ourselves. We will find our identity. And sometimes it is not just a, 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 in a one shot. It, 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 Peter went through a, 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 a little path in discovering himself. Even after Jesus spoke what he spoke in Peter's life, Peter went through something. Because he had to get the full revelation. He never even understood. He misunderstood what Jesus was supposed to do. And so when Jesus began to say that he was going to die on the cross, he rebuked Peter rebuked Jesus and Jesus rebuked Peter in return. And Peter had to struggle. He had to struggle. He had to forgive himself after he, he, he denied Jesus. He had to accept the restoration of Jesus. He had to accept the, the will of of, 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 of the father for his life and he went through even after he was filled with the Holy Spirit he went through he was persecuted he was beaten he was thrown in prison he went through Discovering who we are. Discovering our purpose. It's not a one moment thing. It's a journey. Peter went on that journey. And so will we have to go on a journey of self-discovery. But the more we discover who we are. It's the more that we will be united with each other. And so 
If we go back to the book of Ephesians chapter 4, it says, as we gain knowledge, as we become more knowledgeable, we will no longer be children that are tossed to and fro. But that's when we will become together the united man. And life, life, eternal life will flow in that situation. I pray God that you will help us to journey We might not know exactly where we are going to. Abram did not know where he was going to. But the important thing is for us to actually start out on the journey. God says to Joshua, Wherever the sole of your feet should tread, I have given it to you. As we journey, we will conquer. God says, just be strong and do not be afraid. I am with you and I will give you success. We just need to be on our journey. It's a journey of knowledge. Knowledge first of God that will bring, it, bring us into a knowledge of ourselves on that journey, on that journey. And so the Bible says we should not deviate neither to the left nor from the right, but we should meditate upon the word of God. As we meditate upon the word of God, that will give us spiritual sight. So that we will see Jesus, our target. It is he that we are running towards, that we are walking towards, that we are journeying towards. It is he that we are pressing towards. He represents the kingdom. He represents life forevermore. And we ought to press into him. Though we suffer violence on the outside, we continue to press into God. From the days of John the Baptist, who, 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 who revealed Jesus to the world, the kingdom of heaven suffered violence. But the violent, the violent, Press into God. Paul says, forgetting the things that are behind, I press towards the mark for the price of the higher calling. We need to continue to press towards life. And as we press towards life, life will flow towards us. If all of us are coming from different points, but we are 
pressing towards the same point that will bring us into unity. Let's continue to press. Paul says that I may know him. If we continue to press to know our Lord and our Savior, the more we press, the more life will flow. The more we press towards God, the more life will flow. Let's press. God, I pray that you will teach us to press. Press towards you. Press towards getting to know you. As Jesus prayed, he said that it is as we know God, it is our knowledge of God that is eternal life. I pray that life will begin to flow as we gain knowledge of God. Help us, Lord. Help us, Lord. Help us. Help us. Help us. Reveal your truths to us. Reveal your truths about yourself. Reveal your truths about ourselves. Reveal your truths about uh, our purpose in this time, in, in this age, in what is going on today. Even during this pandemic, what are we supposed to do? What are we supposed to do? How are we supposed to function? Help us to find who we are in you as we press. We give you praise. We give you glory. We give you honor in Jesus' name.